hey y'all welcome back to another podcast episode okay so i went well that was week a <laughs> um so i wanted to talk about the new movie well not, it's not new but like morbius which came out earlier this year i think something like that it is now on netflix so you watch it on netflix um you know, okay, so the movie stars Matt Smith and Jared Leto. You can actually reverse that order because Jared Leto is the star of the movie. Um, but he plays the main character of uh, Michael Morbius. And basically he and his best friend Lucian, who is uh, nicknamed Milo in the film. So it's Michael and Milo. Um, are two boys who have a very rare blood disease. Or, yeah, blood disease. Um, that causes them to obviously be weaker and more um, susceptible to like illness than other people. Um, we are introduced to Milo, who comes in, he's the new kid, and Michael is like, you know, the resident, I guess, you know, child there. Um, and the reason why uh, Lucian gets a nickname of Milo is because there's so many kids that have come before him that have unfortunately passed away. Um, that got close to Michael, and so Milo was the name that he gave each and every one of those, uh, children. Um, they're bullied and they're teased by, like, the quote-unquote regular kids outside, uh, so they tell them, man, don't go outside, because if you go outside, you're gonna get bullied by these kids. Uh, and there's a doctor there who basically takes care of all the kids, uh, in the facility. One day, Milo basically, like, collapses, it falls out, and Michael is kind of, like, left not really left alone with him, but kind of left to figure out how to help him. He ends up solving, uh, what's going on with the machines to keep them alive. And, uh, the, the doctor, resident doctor, sees that and is like, you know, I can send you to a school in New York for very gifted children. So we're like, oh, excellent. So it's, he gets sent to essentially Charles Xavier school for the gifted. I'm assuming, uh, we don't, he, it, like, there's no other mention of that throughout the film, but that's just what we, what we, are assuming. Um, now the film doesn't start that way. The film starts with, uh, I believe, I'm sorry, Michael going to Costa Rica and, um, getting, uh, basically like trying to get bit by bats is what ends up happening. Um, he like cuts himself with a blade and he hires a team to, to take him there, whatever, blah, blah, and gets bit by this bat. And that's when we go back to, uh, the, his, his young years. Uh, anyway, so flash forwarding back to now, He's, I think, living, I think he's living in New York or some junk. Um, he's a doctor, obviously, and he is trying to find a cure for his disease and for people like him. He's working with another doctor who really seems to, seems to really like him. Um, Matt Smith's character of Milo is, is also getting older and he's, I'm not really sure what his character is, like, up to. I know the doctor is now taking care of, I think, solely him. Um, but he's, you know, doing well for himself, but they're both, they're both sickly. Um, Michael's character ends up trying to basically, uh, do some lab tests on these, on these mice, and, uh, he, it proves to be successful. Um, it's, it, the, the, this is, okay, so let's just talk about certain things. This is a very... I don't want to say standard origin movie, but it, like, it is. And it kind of feels like Marvel films pre-MCU, but also still kind of feels a little bit MCU. It's, like, it just, I I liked it. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I liked it. And it it kind of reminded me of, like, like Daredevil. I'm not saying that it's, like, bad like Daredevil, but I'm saying that it reminded me of, like, more of the non-MCU origin story movies. Um, 
and there's I mean there's action in it for sure there's there's action there's cool scenes cool moments Tyrese is in it too he's one of the detective the detectives and the detectives are like amusing characters I do like Matt Smith's character so much I think he carries the film when it comes to being like like funny because he has moments where like even though he's like the villain he's like funny and he's just interesting I mean just the the way that he plays the character of of, uh Lucian slash Milo I think is really impressive um Jared Leto you know is is Jared Leto I think he does a a good job too um and yeah like I mean it's it's very it's like I hate to say it's like an like an MCU Batman but it kind of it kind of is kind of kind of is and I'm wondering if that's why the film didn't do so well is because like we just had a Batman movie come out this year too and then I think Morbius came out after Batman like a month later or whatever so I'm wondering if that's why it's like okay there's so many bats around we got like a guy dressed as a bat and then we have an actual like vampire like maybe that's why it didn't do too well I I really don't know but honestly I thought it was a cool film um eventually Morbius starts experimenting on human trials he makes himself the, the first and that's when he becomes like a vampire on a ship um him and the other doctor on the ship and then they hired this like this team of like gun for hire guys I guess to, to carry like a cargo ship and he ends up like going nuts on the ship and killing all of them so he's trying to uh he has he has obviously because he's a vampire he has a need for blood but he's not just any vampire like he can walk out in the sun he can do all that stuff so he's not like like a dracula vampire which they do mention and bring up in this but um so anyway he has this thing for blood specifically like human blood and he knows that he can't like live like that so he's eating off artificial blood but it's not really working for him like he it works for like six hours but he knows what he craves anyway so at some point um the detectives get involved and okay there's these like dead people on this boat what's going on you two doctors were on the boat so something must have happened um he ends up going back to his practice and matt smith's character comes to see him and is like you know hey what's going on are you okay sees that something obviously has changed he's stronger he's he's no longer weak something has happened And that's when he realizes, oh, he's doing experiments on himself here. He's found a cure for our disease, which is what he's been trying to do. So Matt Smith's character is like, you know, don't let me die. You know, we're we're living on borrowed time here. Like, do not let me die. And, you know, Morbius is like, get out of here. I mean, the mistake. I I don't wish this on anyone. Get out. Basically, just leave. So anyway, um, later on, I think that same night, something happens to one of the doctors or like the nurses in the facility. And she's drained of all her blood which is basically how you know how they eat they drain every last bit of blood um and then Morbius wakes up in a patient's room and he hears that like someone has died and but he doesn't remember like I don't remember killing this this nurse I wouldn't do that you know like everyone that I've like harmed has been someone who's like a bad person this is not someone I would have harmed so anyway um he's trying to leave the facility Tyrese and the other officer like detain him so then he ends up in prison um and that's when Matt character comes again to visit him and is like I know you wouldn't do this there's no way you would do this blah 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 and he appears the way that he's always appeared until he drops like the vial of blood and is like here I have this for you because obviously the homie's in jail he can't get out because I have this for you blah blah he leaves behind a cane as well and then he walks out and Michael's kind of like the fuck like you've been like they've been using crutches and canes their whole life so he's like Homie just walked out of here with no cane, like, oh shit. And that's when he realizes, oh crap, he 
got into my shit, and now he's a vampire, too. And so that's when he, like, Maximus' character, you finally see him, like, change and, like, go off and, you know, blah. And then he ends up attacking some guy down the street, knowing that Matt, like, knowing that Michael's character, or, I'm sorry, knowing that Michael, his, you know, uh, Morbius, is going to break out of prison and come find him. That's the whole point of him doing that and leaving the king behind so letting him know, like, gotcha, I'm, even though you didn't want me to be, I am one of you now. So anyway, he ends up killing the guy at the, uh, the newsstand. And they, you know, Michael, uh, Michael gets out, they end up going, like, battling each other, fighting. It's just, it's crazy. They fight, like, into the subway, all the shit, and, like, all these cops get involved and stuff, which is, like, he just broke out of prison. I'm like, fool, you just broke out of prison, get out of your fucking jumpsuit, like, just stop, just stop. So anyway, they end up fighting, uh, down in the subway, killing, like, I think, like, six cops, like, not Michael, but, like, Milo, killing, like, six cops to get away and stuff, and so it's just, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot, and Michael has to obviously go into hiding, because he cannot be seen, which means the other doctor he's been working with, who's kind of his love interest, um, she's, like, being looked at either by the detectives or even by Milo, because Milo's jealous of their relationship. Milo is, like, I don't know, he turns into this, like, brat, over time, I guess, he just becomes, like, a brat, like, he wants to be the doctor's favorite, as in, like, the guy that took care of them, he wants to be his favorite, he wants to take everything that Michael has, for whatever reason, like, he's just really, really, like, butthurt about Michael, like, he wants to be Michael's only person, and one thing I will say that I love about this is I love the male relationship in this movie, because, like, they allow males to just kind of, like, you can be best friends, you can have, like, a quote-unquote romance without being together and that's kind of what I actually appreciate about this film like it's it's very like heavy on the male relationships like Milo and Michael um Milo and the doctor like like they get very very close to each other they get like touchy or whatever but they're not like they're not together right like and I I actually kind of like that because I feel like in a lot of like other superhero movies everyone's just like bro fist bro fist and it's just like okay but like that's not I don't know like I a lot of the men in my life I'm very very close to like you know, that are not gay, and so I think it's kind of, there's something about, like, that that I love, that they're letting them be brothers, and it's, like, it's not, you know, anyway homoerotic, it's just them being, you know, brothers, like, Milo is very jealous of everyone in Michael's life, but, I, like, I think it's because he wants to be, like, because, I mean, they were, at one point, all they had was each other, and then the doctor, who was, like, their father, so I get, like, where he's coming from, like, my, you know, Michael obviously spent so much time away from them as he went to the school for the gifted, so there are many years of his life where it was just him and the doctor, and then he was being teased by those kids outside, so all he really had was Michael, so enter this new doctor, who Michael is obviously having feelings for, and he's like, oh, so you are going to be, you know, you're kind of in between, you're a roadblock, basically, in our relationship, anyway, so, um, at some point, like, Michael realizes, I have to stop this, like, I don't really want to be this, but also, I can't have Milo out here killing people, so he tries to, um, create, basically, like, a, a toxin to kill them both, um, in case something does go wrong, um, Milo ends up going back to the doctor who, you know, raised them, and basically killing the doctor, um, to kind of call out Michael, like, basically saying, like, I'm the only one that you have left in your life, um, which brings them to, like, the final fight of the, of the two of them, and I want to make sure I'm not leaving out anything before I get to the end of this movie, um, I should have said spoilers all over this, I'm sorry, well, I mean, I'll put it in the title, obviously, spoilers, um, 
am I forgetting things? Am I forgetting anything that's like, I don't think so. I don't think I'm forgetting too much. Too much. Anyway, so yeah, um, final fight time. So basically, Milo ends up um, kidnapping the doctor, the the girl that that uh, Michael likes, and ends up like essentially killing her, but not really. Uh, my uh, Morpheus ends up getting there and trying to save her life. They end up kissing. She bites him and basically like takes absorbs some of his blood, makes him bleed, so she can like you know become a vampire too to help him out or whatever. Um, and then it's just down to the two. It's down to Michael and Milo, and they end up going to like into like a sewer or some shit. And Milo, ha- Michael's really like harnessed his powers where I think Milo hasn't. He just I need to feed. I need to feed. I need to feed. Uh, where Milo is kind of like embracing sort of being a bat like the bats have kind of like welcomed him in as a brother and so he kind of uses their force to like fight off milo and it's kind of cool like there are moments in the movie where he's like flying but he's flying based off of like the trajectory of something so for example like when they're in the subway and there's a fighting scene he kind of like rides the wind of the force of the speed of the subway um and so he essentially does that with the bats too like he kind of like rides the wind of the bats and uses them to like project them at Milo and that's just really cool and also Milo is kind of stronger because Milo is feeding off of blood not artificial blood so it's kind of cool how that how that works out and how that happens um and so yeah final fight time they end up fighting each other fighting each other obviously you know Michael has to put Milo down and so he ends up doing so and it's kind of it's a, it's a somber moment because you kind of feel bad for in my opinion you kind of feel bad for Milo because but like you know their whole lives they've had to worry about dying like death has always been a huge factor in their lives that they've in the fact they've made it as far as they have is like impressive too but like they've always been worried about death that's always been a thing for both of them and so you feel for Milo because you're just like all the guy wanted to do was live and he finally got a chance to kind of do that but it turned and I like that it just it sucks it sucks so bad um so he ends up dying and we end up like just cutting to I guess Morpheus or Morbius like flying off uh the detectives do know that there is a second guy so they know that some of these killings are not done by Milo or uh, I'm sorry Michael so they kind of I, I feel like they kind of factor like okay obviously like the more like I'm only killing bad guys thing must be Michael but the I'm killing innocent people who shouldn't be getting killed is Milo. I think they kind of figured that out from the, like, from the footage of the bar fight and all that stuff. They, they see, they kind of, like, okay, deduct that there's obviously, there's, they deduce that there's two different guys. Um, and then we cut to some cut scenes, which are kind of awesome. We have two cut scenes. Uh, one of them takes place, I mean, they both take place after, um, uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. Is that what that one is called? Is that what it's called? No Way Home? Sure. Um, okay, so they, have, they both take place after No Way Home. Uh, the first cutscene ends up, uh, Michael Keaton ending up in, like, a jail cell. I think the same one that Morpheus, w- or Morbius was in earlier. Um, and he gets released, because they're kind of like, he just kind of appeared out of nowhere. Like, you see, like, the sky, like, break, like, how it does in No Way Home. Uh, and he just, like, appears in the jail cell. So they end up releasing him, letting him go. Um, and then he ends up, like, Morbius ends up driving out to the desert for some reason. And then he gets to a certain spot, and that's when we see uh, Michael Keaton's character in his, like, costume. Um, 
telling him, like, hey, you know, Spider-Man brought me to this universe, blah, blah, blah. I think you and I, guys like you and me, me and you should team up. And that's kind of how that ends. Uh, I don't think there's another cutscene after that. So there's the two cutscenes that Michael Keaton are in. Um, and or is in. And it, it's cool. It, it, it's... I enjoyed the movie for what it was. It, it's not on the level of an MCU movie, meaning that it's... Ugh, it's its own thing. I really honestly, Morbius is its own thing. Go into it, like, knowing that, yeah, it's attached to these universes, but don't go into it thinking, like, oh, it's gonna feel like a Marvel film, because it doesn't. It has its own feel. Like, it, well, it feels like pre-MCU Marvel, in my opinion. Like I said, it feels like more of an origin story movie that, like, okay, for example, Shang-Chi and Black Panther. Those are origin films, but there's so much going on in each film that they don't really feel like origin movies in a way. You know, like, you know, origin movies have a certain, a certain, a certain type of feel to them, a flow to them, where they have to explain a lot, and they have to do a lot of this and a lot of that, and not the most interesting of things happen, right? Like, there's, in my opinion, a lot of the, the opening films for, for non-MCU Marvel movies or, like, before Marvel or before MCU was a big thing, um, a lot of those origin movies took a lot of time to explain things, especially the ones that have to do with science. Like, like Eric Vanna Hulk, for example. There's a lot of moments in this. I'm like, this really could have been cut down. It's very science-y. Okay, yeah, I love that. And, then, I mean, this movie does the same thing. But to me, I just think it's, it was interestingly done. And I don't understand any of the negativity that Morbius has received, other than the fact that I think a lot of people, again, are going in this with the MCU formula and thinking that, like, okay, you know, the MCU formula should be how Marvel films are done. Now, I'm not saying that that's what I agree with. I'm saying I think that's what a lot of people think. And so when they go into something that's not quite like that formula, they're like, okay, well, I don't want to watch this because I've been so used to action, 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 and less explaining and more action, action, action. And it's like, with with origin films, you kind of have to explain, especially when movies like this, where you're not like, if you don't read comics or you don't pay attention to Spider-Man, you might not know who Morbius is. So if you don't know who that character is, this is kind of an explanation as to who they are and what they have to do and with these interesting powers, because we haven't really seen something like Morbius before, you know? On the MCU side, like I said, it is, it has its Batman moments, but it also has like, it's, it's its own thing. I really can't explain any more than that. Like go into it, it, it wanting to see something different. Um, and knowing that like, it's an MCU world film somewhere. It fits in with it somewhere, but don't, don't try not to associate the MCU with this movie and just be surprised. Because I went in thinking that it was going to be terrible. And I was like, this is... I don't see where this is terrible. Like, at all. Like, I thought it was going to be so bad. And it really wasn't. I actually ended up enjoying the film. I, I watched it for what it was. And I was like, I like this, actually. Like, could it have been better? Possibly. Was it bad? No. I liked this movie. Same thing with the Venom movies. I didn't think the Venom movies were bad at all. I liked them both in their own ways. I don't think I even reacted to uh, Venom 2. But I liked it. It was good. Um, maybe I did, maybe I did react to Venom too. I can, can I look that up now? I don't know. Um, but I actually did like Venom too. I, or I thought, I thought it was good. So I just, I don't understand the negativity except for the fact, I just think that a lot of people, and I think this is what's bad about the MCU in a way is that like, not the MCU itself, but the fandom, I think, I think there are fans who, if it's not MCU, they just won't watch. And it's like, 
limiting yourself in that way, you kind of, and I mean, that goes with DC though as well. Like a lot of people don't watch the DC films because they're not Marvel. And it's like, there's some really good DC films. They're, they're not done in the Mar- the Marvel or MCU format, but just because it's not done in an MCU format or doesn't feel MCU doesn't mean that it's bad. You know what I mean? Like, I think that it's just, I feel like MCU is just too oversaturated and the way that people gauge superhero films now is how does it relate to the MCU? What is it? What makes it like the MCU movies? Because I want to go see that. And it's like, those are what they are. Watch this for what it is, not what you want it to be, if that makes sense. And I think you'll enjoy the movie. I liked Morbius. I thought it was cool. Um, and I was actually, I was impressed because I thought it was going to be bad. And it's, it's actually not bad. It's not a bad movie at all. And I would love to see more from this character and I want to see him interacting with one of the three Spider-Men um now that we know I mean his spider his you know his universe because of uh Michael Keaton's character knows of Tom Holland's Spider-Man so who knows who they're gonna fight I, I heard Andrew Garfield might come back and Toby might come back so we don't know who he'll end up fighting because he's in a different you know you know what I'm saying they're in different universes so we're not even sure which Spider-Man he may end up ever taking on or joining up with. I'm, I'm really excited to see what that's gonna, ha- what's gonna happen with that. Um, but yeah, I, I really think this is a good movie. This and Venom 2, I think if you are Spider-Man fans and you like No Way Home, watch these two films because these are a part of that universe. So at some point you're gonna have to watch them anyway. But I mean, Again, I enjoyed these two films. I, I would like to see more of Morbius. And it'd be cool to see him in a, a Venom film coming up. That would be pretty awesome. But yeah, definitely give it a watch. Now that it's on Netflix, I do think we're going to see more opinions about it. Because a lot of people, and myself included, still don't feel like going to the movies. We're not comfortable going to the movies or it costs too much or whatever. For me, I really can't get time off because I'm there. I'm Dude, I work all the time. So going to the movies, I didn't even see Love and Thunder in theaters because I could not go to the movies. Like I don't have time. So when a streaming service is able to give me a movie, I'm like, cool, I can watch this at home. I can watch this before work. I can, it's convenient for me than having to go and and take time and book a seat in a theater and pray to God that the person next to me doesn't have COVID, right? Like that, I don't want to do that. So I'd rather just watch it at home or watch it at work or whatever. And yeah, like, I mean, honestly, to me, I know a lot of people who went to go see Morbius had negative things to say about it. I'm watching it now going, where? I don't see how this is a bad movie. I actually like this. So I'm hoping that, you know, now that it's on Netflix, now that it's on something that most people have or a lot of people have, that we'll start to see better reviews for it and that maybe they'll even push for a sequel. I don't know if a sequel is coming or not because this film did not do what they wanted it to do. And that happens sometimes. But again, I, I feel like when you're limiting the audience to see it, then that's, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, like not everybody wants to go to the movies anymore. Not every, you kind of have to pick and choose your battles because a lot of people have families and a family before going to the movie theater is very expensive, right? But if you can watch a movie at home, it makes it much cheaper. And I'm waiting for, now that it's on Netflix, I'm waiting for more people who actually took it to take a chance and watch it and see what their review is. And hopefully it's a positive one because I liked this, like I said, and I'd want to see more from Morpheus. I would not want, or Morbius, I'm sorry, I keep saying his wrong name wrong, Morbius. I would not want to see Jared Leto not play this character again because of the reviews the film you know, the theatrical release did. I want to, hopefully, if it gets, like, a cult following on Netflix, maybe we'll see this character come back, played by him, and we can continue this storyline, because I think that would be kind of cool. Um, 
yeah, anyway, that's the end of what I really have to say. I thought it was a decent film. Um, better than decent. I, I think the actors in it did a really great job uh, with what they were given. I don't think the story was bad at all. Um, it, it's, it's got really cool moments in it, like I said. Um, the, the fighting scenes, the action scenes were, were pretty fun. Uh, they caused a lot of damage, but every superhero film, there's so much damage caused. I'm just like, bro... This so like the the money that people have to spend to rebuild these things you're damaging. I know it's a movie, but I'm still thinking like that's just me. Even growing up watching Lilo and Stitch, every time Stitch like messed up something, I was like, you motherfucker, dude. If Nani has to pay one more fucking bill because of you, I'm put put him to sleep. Put him to sleep and put Lilo in like a fucking I don't know. Just make her a bad smell. Make them both a bad smell in the basement if that's the case. Like stop fucking up my house. So I'm I'm that person. I grew up with Family Matters. Anytime Steve Urkel fuck things up, I'm like make him a bad smell. You're a cop. You'll get away with it. Like, I'm just like, do something. I don't know. I just, I hate it. Anyway, Morbius is now on Netflix. You can watch it there. I think it was really good. I hope you guys give it a chance. Um, and yeah, that's the end of this. I'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye.